Happy Friday. Welcome to the three things I learned in SaaS sports tech and live events, September 15th, 2023. Number one, never make it an argument. Everybody loses and nobody will see defeat no matter how silly the position. We have an example from our early days here. When we first started the company, we had an investor who was connected to a major brand. That brand was AT&T. He was invited to the final four in San Antonio as that was AT&T's headquarters back in 2008 in April. I was down there working, so I went with him. We had incredible seats. We were the second row center court for the semifinals. Later that year, we had a chance to pitch AT&T, who eventually became a customer, though all the people involved have long since moved on. We do ticket management. We track who sits where. So we thought it'd be fun to ask who was in those killer seats a few months earlier. Now remember, it was in San Antonio, big event for them at their HQ, and it was me who was sitting in the seats. We wanted to show that there were a lot better people to give those tickets to than a vendor that they weren't yet working with. The response I got, we know exactly who is in those seats and we can't tell you. It's for their privacy. That came from a stubborn coordinator on the other side of the table. Remember, it was me. I had sat in the seats and I had pictures teed up for a room to have a laugh. There's you know, 12 to 15 of us in the room. But they continue to dig into their position. Now, this is usually the part where we want to show them the picture and be right, take a victory lap, and smile. We all want to, especially in today's combative us versus them online culture. But that doesn't end in a sale. Too often people want to be right at all costs, and it comes at a great cost. I just had to eat it and skip the slide. It stinks when we come across people who behave like that, but I've learned to just let it go. The short-term hit isn't worth it in the end. In the end, I'd rather have happy customers our team can support than be right. A long time ago, I worked with a sales guy who used to always say that pride was in the wallet, that whether you're right or wrong, it doesn't matter. If their money remains in their wallet, now he was a man of a little more questionable moral ethics than I would prefer, he's right on that one. Number two, some people just hate you. Use it. Right around 2016, I somehow ended up at a dinner table with Tuka Rask, the goalie for the Boston Bruins, Chandler Jones of the New England Patriots, I think he was still on the team at that point, and Shane Battier at a tech event in Boston tied to the MIT Sloan Conference. We'd been at dinner for a while, and Shane and and the group were having fun, so Shane told a phenomenal story about the greatest game LeBron ever played. The night before Game 6 of the 2012 Eastern Conference Finals, the Super Team Miami Heat traveled to Boston. The Heat had been had lost in the Finals to the Mavericks the year prior, and there was a belief the team would be broken up if they lost to the Celtics this year. Battier was seen as a veteran presence for the younger star LeBron. He hadn't yet won and broken through yet. There was questions about his ability to do so in big games. The team arrived at their hotel at 1 a.m., and as Shane tells it, there was a man sweeping the sidewalk who stopped what he was doing to shout, Hey, LeBron, bleep you, which is one of the most Boston things ever. That's just how it is there in sports. Batty laughed. He knows the Boston environment and didn't think twice about it until LeBron showed up at his hotel door at 3 a.m. Shane said LeBron seemed shaken by the man. Why did he hate him so much? They ended up talking for an hour. The next day at warm-ups, Shane said he noticed a different look in LeBron's eyes. Like he realized what the world is and that some people are just going to be mean and evil to you no matter what. LeBron had 45 and 15 in that iconic performance. There's a link attached to this. Look at his face in the opener. That's a LeBron we hadn't seen at that point. And finally, number three, a short one. The truth is one sentence. My VP of sales told me this from a book he's reading on leadership and I love it. Everything else is excuses and fillers. I might even get it as a tattoo. It's so fantastic. It's so succinct, true, and powerful. That's it for this week on The Three Things. We hope to catch you all next week.